Hey there, this is Andrew, and I'm going to bring you a Keyforge deck reveal here. This is actually the first Winds of Exchange deck I opened. I opened it at the Keyforge Celebration event in Minnesota uh, the the weekend of November, I think, like 12th, 13th, something like that. Um, math is hard. So this deck is called Fraudulently Complacent Aslaug, or Aslog, or something like that. Um, and it has Mars, Equidon, and Sanctum. So this was my first time uh, seeing Equidon. It's pretty cool. This is my first time actually holding a token creature card in my hand. And this deck got Grunt, which I have to say, I ended up pretty pleased with Grunt. It seems boring, but uh, having a board full of three power Mars creatures is not terrible. So let's dig into that. First off, uh, we'll go through the Equidon. So this is all new stuff. Uh, we have Avid Collecting. It's an action with an amber. When you play it, you return a friendly token creature to your hand. And that's very cool. Uh, it essentially lets you, you know, play a card that, that got made as a token. So um, very nice. Then we have Out Negotiate. It's an action with an amber. You choose a card in your opponent's discard pile, steal amber equal to the number of amber bonus icons on that card, and put that card on the bottom of its owner's deck. Importantly, if you play this and your opponent doesn't have anything with amber pips in their discard pile, you still have to pick something to put on bottom of their deck. Um, you just won't get any steal value for it, but it's okay. Um, this is, you know, you still get the pip. When you get to steal with this, it feels very nice, and yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Then we have pull-up stakes. It's an action with an amber. This one got a draw icon. Uh, you shuffle two friendly creatures into their owner's decks, and then you return four enemy creatures to their owner's hands. Uh, that is... Oh, four enemy creatures to their owner's hands. Yeah. So um, that's pretty cool uh, and interesting. And again, you know, when you're partnering this with the idea that you have these tokens, some of which are cards that you might think, I really wish I would have drawn that as a card. This can be a nice way to fix that. Shizyoku Swapper. Um, this one is seems pretty good, and people who don't notice it on the board are going to be unpleasantly surprised. It's a one power, five armor Getrukia that says after fight swap control of this creature and the creature it fights both creatures have to survive the fight yeah it's real strong Dithoshra recruiter is a four power getrukia soldier that says after reap make a token creature not bad we got two of those generous offer is an action this one got a damage icon on it it says destroy a friendly creature if you do steal two amber Nice, more steel here. Higher on uh, is an action that says make a token creature. If there is a combined total of six amber or more between both players, archive higher on. And with Equidon, there is a lot of amber flowing around. Ornate Talking Tray is an artifact with an amber. It's an item. It has Omni, destroy Ornate Talking Tray, make a token creature. Um, at first, I was kind of underwhelmed by this when I read it. Um, but I kind of, I underestimated how good token creatures can be. And so 
uh, even like in this deck, there are some ways, even with that three power grunt, um, there are some cases where it turns out to be really good to pop one onto the board right when you want. So I like it. The Old Tinker is a three power Gatrukia Artisan with Elusive that says after reap, discard a card from your hand, draw a card. The Visible Hand is an action that says play, make two token creatures, reveal your hand to your opponent. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty okay. Then we have Trading Frenzy. It's an action with an amber that says play a friendly creature and an enemy creature, each capture three from their opponent. Um, it ends up being pretty good. You can, of course, decide to put your amber onto an enemy creature that is going to be easy to kill. And then you murder it and you get the amber back. So um, you have a lot of control to be able to make sure this only benefits you. Uh, big Magnet. So we're into Mars now and there is some stuff we'll recognize as well as some new stuff in here. Big Magnet is an action with an amber that says play, choose a friendly creature, take control of each upgrade in play, and move it to that creature. Um, this is this seems like a really fun action. Part of what is so crazy about this is that it actually says take control of each upgrade in play. So that means that even a card like... Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Even a card like the Star Alliance upgrade that increases key cost, uh, you take control of that, so um, so now it's benefiting you, even though it doesn't put the text on the creature. And same with a card like uh, Color of Subordination. Um, this takes control of that, so now, uh, so now it benefits you, even though... Um, you're just moving it to a friendly creature. Uh, but it would not give control of that creature to your opponent because you now control the upgrade. Exterminate, exterminate. This is back. It's an action that says play for each friendly Mars creature, destroy a non-Mars creature with lower power. And th this actually is where I felt like I was getting really good value out of the grunts because three power is not super low. And um, again, with the ornate talking tray, I could, if it helps me, plink one of those down. And against another Winds of Exchange deck, especially, that's also spitting out tokens, it becomes a great way to just dominate the board. Memrox the Red. This is crazy. Uh, it's a really nice card. I love it. It's a five power Martian that says your opponent's cards cannot leave your archives. Um, and yes, there is... Mars archive shenanigans going on in this set. Memrox makes it so much better because uh, when you take your archives, if Memrox the Red is on the board, your opponent's cards stay in your archives uh, and do not go back to your opponent's hand. So that's pretty cool. Oh, it also has action gain one for each card in your archives. Um, also very good uh, in, in this set because you might have some of your own cards archived, but hopefully you're archiving your opponent's cards and this turns that into Amber. Red Planet Raygun is an upgrade with an Amber. It's back from old sets. It says this creature gains after reap, choose a creature, deal one to that creature for each Mars creature in play. 
Um, and there's actually a combo potential, I guess. First of all, I'll say, again, when you're spitting out grunts, this becomes way better because uh, you have so many more Mars creatures on the board. But you also could get two uses out of this in a turn because you have it on a creature, you use it, and then you play Big Magnet, and you can move it to a different creature and use it again. Uh, so pretty cool. Then we have Space Invaders. Reveal any number of creatures from your hand. Put each creature revealed this way into play face down as a token creature. So uh, you're getting your other houses out as Mars. Uh, Mars really wants you to stay in Mars. Uh, that's fun. Then we have Ammonia Clouds. This is a good old card. Play deal three damage to each creature. Um, solid partial board wipe. Of course, this would kill all the grunts, but um, it's really it'll kill most token boards. Three power or three damage is enough to kill most tokens. Clone Home. This is an action that says play, make a token creature. If there are more friendly creatures than enemy creatures, archive Clone Home. So if you're ahead on board, this helps you just keep printing more creatures and stay even further ahead on board. It also goes back into your archives, so you can potentially, if you have Memrox the Red on the board, you take these into your hand, you use them, uh, you take them into your hand, you use them to build more tokens, get them back in your archives, and then action Memrox the Red to get an amber for each of them and whatever else is in your archives. It's pretty good. Uh, Glylix Weaponsmith is a four power Martian artisan with one armor and enhance damage damage draw uh yeah that's pretty marzy it's fine um i actually think um based on seeing what won uh the sealed alliance tournament at keyforge celebration i think these uh enhancing commons are going to be pretty great for sealed alliance because especially if you get some of the ones that put, that add amber um and you get like a bunch in one house and then you uh the the pips go on other houses you take the other houses leave these out and even so they're not terrible creatures to just drop on the board so um pretty cool okay then we have mix the tall minded this is uh, a really nice common it's a five power martian that makes your opponent's keys cost plus one for each friendly mars creature in play again with grunt uh with a mars token creature that becomes really strong for stalling the opponent five power is substantial and it's a common that's pretty great all right scoop up uh scoop up says it's an action with an amber and it says play put a friendly non-mars creature and an enemy non-mars creature into your archives if that if that enemy creature would leave your archives return it to its owner's hand instead so that's standard um that's standard Mars uh, archive shenanigans, but this is an action at common that lets you do it. And um, and you're archiving a friendly non-Mars creature as well, which could be good or bad, just depending on what it is. Uh, but yeah, pretty nice. I like it. And obviously really good with Memrox. Okay, uh, Tixel Beambuckler is back from Age of Ascension. It's a four-power Martian soldier with one armor that says play, deal two damage to a creature, and move it to either flank of its controller's battle line. This is a really nice creature. It's, it is kind of a shame that Scoop Up can't get the, the Beambuckler, because that would actually be really ideal here. Um, play it, put it back, um, but that's okay. 
Uh, all right, on to Sanctum. Um, good stuff in Sanctum, too. This stuff's fun. Katarina the Summoner is a four-power human uh, at Uncommon that says play and after reap, capture an amber. And when she's destroyed, you make a token creature for each amber on her. Um, that's pretty cool. So um, when she's destroyed, hopefully you've captured a bunch of amber, you spit out a giant board, um, and then can use it well. Um, this actually would be really good with Cleric, the one power token that in Sanctum that after coming into play uh, captures one. Because then it would be like, oh yeah, well, you're going to get this amber back, but I'm capturing that much more too although the amber doesn't leave katarina until the token creatures will already be out so if if all their amber is on here it wouldn't do that much actually uh shoulder armor is an upgrade with an amber it says while this creature is on a flank it gets plus two armor and plus two power that is an oldie and a goodie squire recruitment is an action with an amber that says make a token creature for each friendly knight creature Okay, we'll have to see how many night creatures we get. So far, we have seen none. But it's an amber. Chow the Safeguard is a knight, a four-power human knight with two armor, deploy, and taunt. That's a good way to protect your uh, mix or memrocks. I think those are probably the things you want to protect behind it if you can. Uh, some of these Equidon creatures are okay to protect as well. But I, I think the Mars ones are probably a little stronger. And in this deck, I think you really want to stay in, go back into Mars as often as you can. Grand Melee is an action that says play, destroy each creature that does not share a house with at least one of its neighbors. That is fine. Uh, got two of those. Okay, Ostentatious Mount. This is a fun one. It's an upgrade with an amber. When you play it, you move the creature any, that, it, that you attach it to anywhere in its controller's battle line. Um, so it's effectively a post-play deploy, and it gives the creature taunt. Uh, so, yeah, you can do that with some interesting things, some interesting creatures. Pandolf the Provoker, another taunt here. Four power, human knight with two armor. This one got a damage icon on it. When you play it, you enrage an enemy creature. That's fine. Uh, this deck wants to stay, wants to ride the wave of staying ahead on board. Um, you know, in Mars, you're using clone home and hopefully just keeping your board bigger than your opponents. But uh, if you do get behind, these retributions can be quite good. Uh, it's an action with an amber that says play. If there are more enemy creatures than friendly creatures, destroy an enemy creature. Then we have Revered Monk, a four-power human monk that gets plus two armor for each of its sanctum neighbors. And lastly, Taxing Journey, which is an action with an amber that says play. Each friendly creature captures one amber. Each of its neighbors that shares a house with it captures an amber. Um, so, okay, let's look at this. Um, first off, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen amber pips is not bad. Um, I, a friend was concerned. Oh, maybe it's fourteen. 
yeah, it's 14. Uh, a friend was concerned that maybe there wouldn't be enough pips in the set, but I think there actually are, are plenty um, in general. I didn't get a lot in my Sealed Alliance decks, but, uh, you know, randomness is random. Um, but more, uh, overall, what I think this deck really wants to do, like I said, is stay in Mars, spit tokens on the board, abuse them. There's not a ton of Amber control. You have the, um, you have Mix the Tall Minded uh, as control. You have some capturing with Taxing Journey and uh, Katarina the Summoner. Um, yeah, the number of knights that you would get to use for Squire Recruitment is two at the most, so that's not that great. A um, little bit of missed synergy there. And then on the... the there is some Amber Control on the Equidon side. Um, <clears throat> but again, I think the ideal scenario for this deck is to just get into a place where it can use the Mars turn after turn. Uh, get value and just dip into the other houses briefly to um, to do some utility stuff. Uh, yeah, and it seems fine. Um, I, I really am impressed by the boards that these uh, Winds of Exchange decks put out. It is It ends up being pretty important to have some kind of board control when you're facing the set because otherwise you will probably get stampeded. All right, uh, so that was Fraudulently Complacent A Slog. And uh, that was my first Winds of Exchange deck. It, it's been fun so far. I've only gotten a few games in with it, but it was quite fun. And I look forward to uh, opening more Winds of Exchange decks, getting some more plays in. It'll be exciting when uh, these decks can be played on TCO because, um, you know, we get uh, more testing and more... Um, uh, can play them with more people that way overall. Um, I missed my local playgroup this week because of uh, other commitments, but um, looking forward to bringing this and, and trying it in one of those events. Um, okay, that's, that's that. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you're excited as I am to get your hands on more or your first Winds of Exchange decks, and um, I hope that you'll get out there and forge some keys. Thanks.